the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. into the second hour of a Wednesday show. It is, of course, uh, hump day, middle of the weekday, over the hill day, closer to Friday than we were on Monday, and that's a good thing. Your half your work week's going to be over today, and you haven't even worked a half a week. That's a good thing. And uh, I'm happy to welcome Congressman Hill with us. 77 or 79 degrees are high today. Congressman, how was your Memorial Day? I know you took part in a, a reef lane ceremony did you not it was great i was so proud of governor hutchison to hold a memorial day ceremony out at the veteran cemetery in north little rock our beautiful veteran cemetery so many states didn't honor memorial day with the ceremony due to the pandemic and i was grateful to attend a socially distanced first class beautiful ceremony with including a uh, world war ii flyover it was great ah that's very cool Excellent. Yeah, I I spent my Memorial Day uh, watching Turner Classic movies because they were playing some of the great uh, World War II movies, like Thirty Seconds Over Tokyo and and uh, uh, From Hell to Eternity and stuff like that, based on true stories of the men who fought during World War II, and then they did a couple of movies about the women's um, you know help that they had back home. Uh, during World War II, working in the plants and things of that nature. It was really a great day to kind of sit and remember. My dad was a World War II vet. Didn't talk about it uh, all that much, uh, but what he did say say made me proud of him. He served with with General Patton, uh, 3rd Army Mechanized, and he was a Sherman tank commander and fought in the Battle of the Bolt. So um, I've always been raised to be proud of my country, uh, my brothers as well, all, all of us have served, and most of our own kids have served, and uh, that's, kind of a, that's kind of an Ellswick kind of thing. But, you know, and, and it was part, I was really irritated earlier on, to be honest with you, Congressman, about how they were talking about, well, we're not going to let the Boy Scouts or the Cub Scouts go out and put the flags by the, uh, in uh, the cemeteries, uh, national cemeteries for our troops that had died defending our freedom or, you know, and I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, how stupid. I mean, that you can do that with social distancing and stuff. I was, yeah, I was so glad to walk out to the cemetery Monday and see flags out. They were all different sizes because the uh, they pivoted on that policy when people pushed back and they did allow families to come out and put up flags, even though Good. they didn't allow our scouts and others to do it. It it looked good to have the flags out. And, you know, it was a 
a tribute to our Gold Star families that were there. General Milley, uh, Monday morning at the ceremony here at Arlington, said every Memorial Day for Gold Star families, every day is Memorial Day. And uh, it was... Uh, the ceremony here was touching in Washington, D.C., and I thought Governor Hutchison did a great job talking about America as the essential country in his remarks uh, Monday at North Little Rock. There ain't no doubt about it. If there hadn't been in America, this world would be a totally different place, would it not be? Amen. All right, so let's talk about uh, something that's happening today, and then I'm going to get into talking about some things that are happening right now. But uh, this is something that is happening that I think should give everybody a measure of pride again. Uh, I call it a shaft of light uh, during this very cloudy period we're going through with COVID-19, and that is SpaceX. (laughs) That's Elon Musk's uh, uh, private business is launching two astronauts back to the International Space Station. It's the first time in over a decade that we've launched men into space from uh, from America, and I'm I'm proud. I I spent the first half hour talking about how how proud I was of our country and remembering when I was an eight year old kid being left uh, at home with my mom to watch Alan Shepard blast off uh, from Cape Canaveral and how long it took to get him up into space, but how proud we were as Americans uh, to put uh, uh, an American into space. And look how far we've come now. Now it's, it, it's, the, it's the free market. For all those people who hate capitalism, it is capitalism that's taking us back into space again, uh, Congressman. This is a big day today. It's a big day. I encourage everybody to uh, watch at uh, 3.33 Central Time when SpaceX heads to the space station. I couldn't agree more with you. I grew up in those same years of the inspiration of America's uh, leadership in space and putting the first man uh, up to the moon. All those were inspirational moments, and now uh, this is the first step today to Mars. Uh, We will go to the space station, and then we will go and build a base on the moon, and we will be at uh, head to Mars by 2033, and the SpaceX launch is that inspirational first step. You know, I was talking about Elon Musk, and he's he's a strange duck. There's no doubt about it. I mean, look at what he's naming his kid, all right? Letters and Roman numerals. But anyway, you know, you may be a strange, but Howard Hughes was a strange duck. And look at what he did for the aero industry, for flying between countries and things of that nature. I mean, he really brought a lot of change. I think Elon Musk is bringing a lot of change as well, don't you? I do, and this is an example of it. I loved your point that we're returning man to space, this time with the private sector uh, in the lead. Not to say that private sector didn't do a lot of the development for NASA all along the way. They did. But uh, this is a wholly owned uh, SpaceX as a private company, and they'll provide the launch services. And, you know, it's a huge innovation that we've seen just over the last 20 years in spaceflight and renewable uh, vehicles. And that's going to be the secret to a base uh, on the moon and, a, and the secret to going to Mars and back. Yeah, I can't wait. I really can't. I hope I'm alive when we go back uh, back to the moon and, and build a base there. I mean, I've been, I've been watching the Orion program for NASA. And, I mean, you look at their capsule and it looks exactly like the Apollo capsule except the 
twice as big and hold six people instead of three. It's really amazing. And, you know, what's really amazing is the next uh, rocket that takes us to the moon will be bigger than the Saturn V. I, don't, I didn't think we could build a rocket bigger than that, but we're going to build a rocket bigger than that. For anybody who's not been to Houston and to NASA, you need to go because they have a Saturn V there laying on its side. And when you stand next to that, I want you just to think about the guys, the, the three guys that got into the capsule on top of that. And it was just a big old bomb is what it was. And a controlled explosion and rode it uh, into uh, and around the moon. And uh, just absolutely incredible. And then on the moon as well. All right. Enough about space. Let's talk about what's happening here on Earth. Nancy Pelosi is uh, doing crazy stuff. Uh, you have written an op-ed criticizing the proxy voting that she wants. Uh, you say it goes totally against what the founding fathers would have wanted. That's why you're going back to Washington, D.C. to cast your votes. Talk about proxy voting and, and what's so wrong about it. Well, this is uh, a good a good point. For 230 years in the Constitution, it says each House of Congress shall declare its own rules and shall determine a majority and how many members uh, constitute a quorum. But it says uh, it can only be adjourned for by a minority to go compel members to come. The whole issue of the founders was to compel uh, representatives from around the country, the 13 original states, to come to Washington and to deliberate, to collaborate, to negotiate. And you have to do that in person, and voting on the House floor has never been done by proxy. It's true that there have been some proxy votes in committees along the way, but the committees of Congress, uh, even in that instance, you had to have been there first, then give your proxy to somebody if you had to step out of the meeting to miss a vote. And that, that's not done now at all, uh, but that is the only time the proxy has been used uh, in the House. And so I was very pleased this week that Kevin McCarthy has filed suit in federal court in Washington, D.C., against the Speaker's uh, House resolution. I think it's uh, unconstitutional. I look forward to the courts uh, reviewing it. And we can operate here safely and soundly using CDC guidance and conduct our work in Congress. And we can do some things remotely by video conference and by telephone. But the collaboration part is missing uh, in these uh, video conferences. Well, we've got to get to a break. Before before we go, what do you think about what the CDC said yesterday, that the chances if you get COVID-19 being fatal is 0.03%. That's right there with the flu, Congressman. Yep. Uh, a lot of things that we, we thought at the beginning have been wrong, and I don't blame anybody. They, they reacted with, uh, you know, being you know, very defensive about something they didn't know about. But it's time now to move on. Do you agree? I do. I mean, in January, right, uh, Senator Cotton was talking about Wuhan. Uh, I was asked by Kevin Miller on another network, uh, what is he, is he overreacting? And I said, no, I think you always overreact in a public health crisis. You do. Mm -hmm. That's that's why I sure, agree with you. Got you. There's to. no one to blame here. There's no one to blame here. Uh, the data is uh, was we've never faced it before, uh, but it's time to get our country open. And I'm sure people in this country can open their businesses and travel and do that in a safe and sound way. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's take a break, then we'll come back. We've got more to talk about. Got to talk about China. We've got to talk about Hong Kong. 
you know, I mean, I'm watching the, the stock market go crazy right now. And uh, it had a great day yesterday, over 500. It may have another day like that today. We may, we may be over 25,000 on the stock market. Woo-hoo. Just think, a few months ago, we were at 18,000. Incredible. And then let's talk about the Democrats. They're getting nervous that the economy is actually going to come back. We'll talk about it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. My guest, Congressman uh, French Hill. He's uh, from District 2. He does this every Wednesday. I highly uh, uh, really regard him for that. Not a lot of congressmen do that, but uh, he keeps you up to date on what's going on in Washington, D.C. Let me keep you up, up, up to date on who should take care of your roof. P.I. Roofing. They took care of mine. Did a great job. Got it all done in one day. Cleaned up after themselves. And I do mean cleaned up. They got this huge magnet. I talk about this, and Joel says, Dave, most people know about the magnet. And I don't know how much they know about the magnet. Uh, This magnet, you know, when they're putting the shingles on your house, those nails are flying everywhere. I mean, it's it's like it's kind of like raining around your house. And all those nails are landing in your yard. And, uh, of course, they throw down old shingles into uh, a dumpster, and then some of them miss, and they're all over your property. Well, they clean all of that stuff up, all of the paper that was around the shingles and stuff. They clean all that up, and so they get it all cleaned up, but they go one step further. They take this big magnet around your house, and they pick up those nails that are in your yard. They get them all picked up, and you don't have to worry about them. Because think about it. You're mowing your lawn. What happens if your lawnmower picks one of those up? They do a great job because it's PI roofing. And Joel Johnson, his wife, Victoria, do a fantastic job in taking care of your roof. And right now, you shouldn't be worrying about your roof. Let them worry about it. They'll take care of it. You call them 707 3551 or visit them online at piroofing.com. 722 on a. Uh, Wednesday, uh, your weekend looms in front of you. Weekend's looking really great, by the way. Saturday and Sunday, Sunday, excuse me, going to be sunny skies, 79 degrees for a high on Saturday, and on Sunday, a high of 82. It's my daughter's 40th birthday, and we're going to all gather, the Ellswood clan are, at her house and celebrate her 40th birthday. That's kind of a milestone as far as I'm concerned. And uh, my son's coming from Oklahoma. I can't wait. It's going to be a fun Sunday for me uh, when I get to see all my kids and my grandkids. I love when I can get the whole family together. With that said, our guest is Congressman French Hill. He, of course, uh, still is in the, the Little Rock area. However, you're going back to Washington. I mean, you just got done talking about proxy voting. Uh, when are you leaving and uh, to, to cast your votes? I came up uh, late last night, so oh, I, okay. I got up this morning. I'm in our nation's capital this morning. We start voting this afternoon. And <clears throat> we've encouraged all the Republicans to come honor the Constitution and vote in person, uh, unless, you know, they're facing some terrible health uh, risk. And so we respect anybody's desire that feels like they should not come or should not be here to, to not do that. I got to tell you something, Congressman. I wouldn't want to live in Washington, D.C., but whenever I go back to do shows there from time to time, there is something about getting up. I stay at the Phoenix all the time, which is just down the road from your building uh, there in, in D.C., 
and I go to the Dubliner and have breakfast, have a good Irish breakfast, sometimes sit in the booth that Tip O'Neill used to sit in uh, when he would hold court there, and there's just something about walking out, and I can see uh, the Grand Union Station, and I can turn around and look up to the, the street, and I can see the Capitol, and in back of it, the Washington Monument. I can't help but feeling, feeling proud about being in my nation's capital. Well, it's been a place that we're all proud to serve uh, since the first Congress 230 years ago. When you think about uh, what they did to come here and collaborate, meet and assemble and make the policies that have led to the greatest country in the world and defend the Constitution of the greatest country in the world, travel, sickness, uh, weather, war, famine, civil war, uh, invasion. The British, well, the Congress met uh, within just a few, two weeks after the British invaded and burned the Capitol. Yeah, I know. Across the street. Come on. I mean, we can do this. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I've been talking to that, to the people today. I want, I've been, I've been acting as cheerleader a little bit today, haven't I, Heidi? She's yes. nodding, yes. Yeah, she's <laughs> nodding. Yeah, she forgot to turn on her, her microphone. That's okay. Hey, let me ask this question. China is again. Uh, the headline in the news today, uh, there was supposed to be two, two governments, one country when you looked at Hong Kong. Seems like to me the way the Chinese are acting, they want one government, one country, and they want it controlled by the communists uh, now uh, in Hong Kong. That can't be allowed to happen. But what are our what can we do to, to, to bring this under control? Well, first of all, yes, for everybody listening, the the Chinese government and the United Kingdom government, the English government, signed a 50-year agreement in turning uh, Hong Kong, the colony of Hong Kong, the English colony of Hong Kong, back over to mainland China. And there's 27 more years to go. We're about halfway through that 50-year period. And they agreed to one country, two systems, and allow Hong Kong's dramatic, uh, innovative, entrepreneurial, capitalist system to continue to the benefit of china i might add Mm -hmm. but she has pivoted and he is now uh, potentially going to uh, shut down the freedoms in hong kong violate the agreement and that's where the world needs to rally the united states should rally with the united kingdom and all free countries in the world particularly the g7 countries that have monitored this for all these years and said a deal was a deal China agreed to this. It's an international treaty. It was signed, and it has uh, that enforcement, and they should honor it. And um, what we do sanction-wise will not be as strong if we don't do it with other countries in order to recognize uh, Hong Kong. And my concern is that if they shut down Hong Kong, if they go through with this, and my friends there tell me they're dedicated to do it. I've talked to Martin Lee. I've talked to Cardinal Zinn, the Catholic former Catholic cardinal for all of Southeast Asia living in Hong Kong. Uh, this is a real crisis, and I think it could precipitate a crisis in Taiwan, uh, where yeah. China holds the same viewpoint, as you know. They believe Taiwan is belongs to the communists, and they want it, want it back. Well, let's not forget there was a Chinese general just a few years ago that said L.A. or Taipei, you know, you know, which country will America choose? I mean, that's, you know, the, the, the buildup of their military and everything is all about this. They think Taiwan belongs to them. And sooner or later, they're going to try to take it back. I think you know it. I know it. What are we going to do about it? 
Well, first we have to deal with the diplomacy of this Hong Kong situation, defend the people in Hong Kong, defend the 50-year agreement, the international agreement put in place. But I think uh, China is inspired by Putin's uh, behavior of taking the Crimea, nothing happened, taking part of Georgia, nothing happened over the last 20 years. I'm very concerned about this. Uh, but we do have diplomatic uh efforts that we should make, and they should be unilateral among all the developed countries. Uh, China's reputation is in tatters, as we've talked about on this show, national security, trade, economics, the pandemic. And now what they're doing while the world is concerned about public health, about trying to uh, shut down the freedoms that they guaranteed by law in Hong Kong. Yeah. Congressman, we're out of time. It always goes fast when you're on with me. I appreciate your time. Go up there and cast your vote, sir. Amen, my brother. See you soon. Take care. All right. Thank you very much. Congressman French Hill here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Always a pleasure to talk to him. Uh, Rush is next, and then we come back. Doyle Webb will be on with us. Where is the convention going to be? We'll find out.